Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Rosecast, number one Bachelor in Paradise recap podcast hosted by a and racial best friend duo. Uh, I am nervous about the length of this show. I'm scared, AB. We're, we're talking about the length of my notes, all time high. Okay. Not a bit. Oh, is this a bit? Are you doing a bit? Because no. I'm not. Yeah, no, my neither. notes. There's 16 pages. I don't, I usually have, I feel like about 10. Good Lord. Now, Christ. There, was a, there was a wedding. Usually when there's a wedding, it's like, oh, okay, well, we can just take that hour no, off. No, we can't. No. Can't. Can't do it. The wedding now, was the here's, best part. Here's what we need to do. When I come up on something that you think is not worth chit-chatting about, you just go skip it. Just no. nip it in the bud. Skip it. Let me tell you right do now, it. there's nothing... I can't think of anything that happened in the four hours of television that I watched a lot. that needs to be skipped. It was a lot. Last week, refresher. We ended the episode last week with Demi and her long-term serious girlfriend, Christian, uh, committing to one another on a one-on-one date. That leaves Derek out in the cold. That leaves the show a new territory uh, and has us looking forward to this first episode of this week because there's a big surprise ending. We'll have to see to believe. And also picking up where we left off, Rim was hysterical about Derek, I'd say. Yeah. Panicked. Yeah, well, the well, guy was panicked <laughs> for well, nothing. For nothing. Spoiler. It was no, for nothing. No, 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 no. We're not spoiling that. First off, because I don't want to acknowledge it, the things out there on the web. But it appears I'm not even for talking nothing. about. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about the things like the what's actually happened outside the show. I'm talking about if you would have seen the rest of if you would have seen the rest of what happened with Derek on Bachelor in Paradise, you would have thought there's no chance he's going to be Bachelor. Just one more episode. Yes. Yeah, I react to the... I said it when I was <laughs> having a, that panic attack, basically, that I was reacting to the moment. I knew what was going on. I was forthright about that. Anyway, speaking of Derek, we start this week with he's getting over, quote, yesterday's events. New day, new Derek, mm-hmm. trying to have fun, trying to be loose. We got some strong couples, quote, unquote, strong couples, Dean and Kalen. Nicole and Clay, Mike and Sydney, Dylan and Hannah. Those are the not going anywhere anytime soon couples. 
Early on, Tasha's talking with Christina, okay? Tasha indicates that she's interested in Derek. Okay. And Christina reveals kind of a surrogate for the viewer. Never really bought into you and John Paul Jones, if we're honest, honey. <laughs> just, just ends up I never saw it. Yeah, you know, John Paul Jones, fun guy. I don't know if he's uh, husband material for you. Tasha and John Paul Jones. JPJ thinks they're becoming an item. He's, I'd say, and would you agree, head over heels, fully in love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He thinks they're going to get married, and if anything else happens, he's going to be in bad shape. Once again, third week in a row absurd celebrity comparison <laughs> okay you know <laughs> this is the best of the ones i guess because Tasha is a, a true beauty and they there's like hair color similarities yeah, too. The there's skin, actual similarities their skin colors the, about the same this flawless skin too uh she's a beauty she's a true beauty no doubt but no doubt still probably a little bit of a reach to say she's like Queen Beyonce. A bit over the top, but John Paul Jones, googly eyes, hard eyes emoji. The guy's <laughs> in love. It's a shame that uh, Tasha is not interested at this point. Little mind games here from Tasha. She starts talking about who, you know, who do you want to see come down the stairs? She, oh, you should go on a date, man. Yeah. This is the classic paradise passive aggressive breakup. Well, Telling this, somebody they should keep an eye on the stairs. <laughs> she she saw what happened to Katie and Chris. Katie Katie said the yeah. similar thing to Chris. Didn't mean to, but she saw the results of that. So Tasha's like, oh, this is all I got to do to get rid of John Paul Jones? I'll just tell him he can see other people. Very effective. <laughs> Interesting move, because Tasha has the guy. Tasha doesn't have a rose. If she were in control, that would be one thing. But really, she's kind of like detaching herself from the sure thing to go after Derek, who I think, obviously is pretty sure thing, honestly. He's the only single guy out there. Yeah, and I just think that the top-tier people here aren't nervous about going home. They've seen, like, too many... Like, how the hell is Blake still here? It's because he's a top guy, and the producers are giving him roses all over the place. Like, she's... Tasha's not going anywhere. She's one of yeah. the lead people on this beach, and she knows it. She's got immunity. There's another person still on the beach that is, it's beyond belief. On paper, it's unbelievable <laughs> that this person's still on the beach after this week, but he or she's not going anywhere. Tajwan shows up. She went home night one on Colton's season, I believe. Here to really shake things up, AB. Okay. Now, her date card says, pick the Tajwan that you want. Okay. You get it? Yeah. Keep that in mind for later. Uh, <laughs> right. I had forgot about that. I'm glad you pointed that yeah, out. Keep that in mind. She goes, and she, the way she read it indicated, well, just keep that in mind. Okay. okay. Now, if you're not a big name coming down the stairs, like, oh, shit, that's Jen yeah. with the million Instagram. If you're just Taj Wan with literally 3,000 Instagram followers, you got an uphill climb to get in the cool it's kids tough. group. It's tough. She entered at a bad time. Yeah. Tajwan pulls aside John Paul Jones first, uh, goes fine. She asks him on a date. John Paul Jones accepts it, agrees to go on the date, even though he loves Tasha. This is best case scenario for Tasha. She's all in on this couple. Absolutely. <laughs> Tasha just smiling the whole time yep. while her. <laughs> this worked. <laughs> the plan worked perfectly. Yep. I can get out of this without looking like a bad guy. Literally, if she didn't say, hey, check out the next one to come down paradise, 
he would have Jumbo not Jones gone. would have rejected the yeah, date. Yeah, absolutely. It's working like a charm. She's going to come out smelling like roses instead of having to dump John Paul Jones. You got to respect it. Yep. Um, this date between Tajwan and John Paul Jones, I... I, I I'm, I just I'll say this. I think John Paul Jones did some sort of drug before this date, <laughs> probably like an inhalant, but not like a drug drug, something that's not meant to be a drug. You know, he probably like his mind is works in ways that are different. Like he probably like sniffed like toilet bowl cleaner. Yeah, and was like, some, right, let's go. <laughs> just something nobody Sniff, expected yeah, to could be used as a drug. Smoked it out of a coconut shell or something yeah, weird, weird like that. Something weird. He was acting differently. Okay? He was. He was, he, was. he was acting erratic, folks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he yeah. was erratic on this date. He couldn't stop laughing. Nothing was funny. He was, no. couldn't hold a conversation. <laughs> it no. was weird. John Paul Jones, I agree, 100% was up to something. Speaking of Heath Ledger... The guy was laughing like the Joker from Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah. This is also a Dark Knight podcast. That's a fact, yeah. Um... JPJ toasts to their first Taj one on one. Okay. And Taj one thinks is the funniest thing she's ever heard. Even though the, the same pun, the same pun was on her day card. Okay. <laughs> he just stole it. He just stole it. He just stole. Also, is that the first time anybody's ever used one and substituted for one in your life, Taj one? I find that hard <laughs> to believe. All right. Um, my take on this date, it was like if two regular people who weren't on the show snuck on the set and like pretended to be on the show they're like oh, don't <laughs> eat the food what was going on with the food it looked inedible yeah i guess i yeah. didn't i i always thought they didn't eat the food because they didn't want to look like no one eats grace no one eats and it looks good you know so you, maybe they don't want to yeah, be on camera yeah. good point is what i thought but john paul jones picked up the food and it looked like fake food is that what's going on here on these dates it looked like like a prop on a set of an alien movie it looked like a blob of weird stuff now uh i always thought they didn't eat that's a good point your opinion i always thought they didn't eat because presumably the food's just been sitting like there's no waiter or waitress bringing the food to them it's just been sitting there for hours but you know it was strange tajwan said i'm not trying to get salmonella jpj coughs burps it up nearly vomits i mean really it was what a date this was this was (laughs) All I wanted out of a John Paul Jones date. There were bats flying around. <laughs> Anytime John Paul Jones is about to puke, it makes me makes me laugh. I have a I laugh and have a good time with it. Think about him if he were the bachelor. This would be every date would be yeah. complete wild card. <laughs> is he gonna puke or not? If he's gonna do something you're not supposed to do. John Paul Jones says he has a really sensitive stomach, which I found very funny because he's willing to eat everything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and we'll skip ahead. The they, they some real dancing occurs. Mm-hmm. Okay, unlike Blake, they uh, they're sweating their asses off at that intimate concert, and then the date ends with John Paul Jones in a speedo and Tajwan taking a dip in some sort of lagoon where they make out. It was an awesome scene, honestly. Tajwan kind of annoys me, Rim. I'm gonna come out and say it. She she's acting like she's way too hot. I don't know what was going on with the. I don't know if that was a gimmick. Or a bit like she's she had to be brought Gatorade and like she's fan she's using like an electric fan and she's like oh god it's so hot everyone else is just no, chilling it wasn't and a bit. she was chilling. sweating her ass off AB she, but what's was, going on she's glistening <laughs> what's going on every it everybody's was, there she was acting in a way 
that I would have taken her to get medical attention earlier than occurred yeah. on the show. Yep. Because <laughs> if she was serious, then your internal temperature it must be through the roof. Back on the beach. Uh, wow. I mean. Come on. Treachery! <laughs> Schmidt from New Girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then we got the ladies from Colton season talking about how bad of a kisser he is. He's Very unfair. dragging the man. It's completely unfair. Un- out of nowhere. No one brought up names except one person. And it was your girl, Sydney. At no one's request <laughs> was like, by the way, I'm talking about Colton. <laughs> Sydney, K- Caitlin, Tasha all said he stunk. Yeah, it was tough to now, see. Now, having said that, I'm Mr. R- I'm Mr. Roast kissing technique yeah. on the internet, but still, it was just sad to see. I don't I mean, know these you've, people. You've probably said that a long time ago about Colton, so it's um, no big deal. I refuse to go back in the archives to confirm or deny <laughs> that, but it feels like it's probably true. Caitlin and her feelings for Dean. They're strong. Okay, she likes him, even though she knows... All the indications are that he's another Blake, except probably worse match for her. Demi and Wells, she's at the bar, so Demi and Wells are chiming in with their... There's a, there's a little bit of a good cop, bad cop, maybe bad cop, not as bad cop, because they're both kind of saying the same thing. Demi's just a little more upfront <laughs> well, about it. it's time it. to sit down with Kaylin and be like, what the hell, what do you think is going to happen here? Yeah. It's well, that time. In Kaylin's defense, I've looked at this Blake. I was like, this is a different or Dean. Or I Dean? looked at this Dean. This is a different Dean. I no, this guy's different. I didn't think so at all. Yeah, I'm with I was with them, too. Like, how long are we going to sit here with the lovey dovey stuff and not look at the reality of the <laughs> Dean situation? The man lives in a van. He has shown no interest in being no. in a relationship after this. But Kaylin is falling deeper and deeper in her feelings about Dean it's a good-looking guy. And refusing to look into the future and look face reality on what the situation actually is. So I was glad that Wells and Demi sat her down and had this conversation with her. Now, you make good, valid points. I thought Demi was a little... She got a little more personal. She was she like, harsh. She's going to two-time you. He's going to like yeah. backstab and cheat on you. It was a little... No, she didn't say that, but it was implied. Um, Kaylin says, I didn't come here for to date another Blake. Well, you must not okay. have seen yeah. the triangle season then, because that's yep. exactly what he is. Kalen gives the classic line that someone gives when they're feeling feelings for a known cheater. Okay? She says, No, it's different with me and him. It's it's yep. it's different. It's no, you don't even you don't know what we have. That's the, it's the classic yeah. lines from someone that that's dating a cheater. Me. He told me he's not gonna do that. It's, uh, no, it's different. You don't know what we got. Listen. I was swayed. I was swayed. And I also liked these two. I liked them too. Kissing. Can we agree a little aside? Can we agree agree that AB has never called anything more on the spot than Dean's reasons for being there <laughs> last week? <laughs> he said he's not here for a relationship. I was like, what? <laughs> Turns out. He's anyway. not here. Yeah. The next day, Clay and Nicole uh, spent the night together. I feel like a lot of people just, I, I think Hannah and Dylan did too. They just showed a bunch of people sleeping in the yeah, same bed. I that think was, it was just the hookup night. Yeah. Was, they had one of those in Love Island. It was Clay and Nicole and uh, I don't some other people. Yeah. Nicole says our relationship is stronger than any other couple in paradise. Period. Last year, I, I, the goose said that. And I'm like, well, that's a death knell. Whenever you say that, it's over. 
Look well, at us they're now. Ma- they're married. <laughs> so. Look at us now. And <laughs> they're going to make it. You think they're going to make it? Well, that's one of the things about me and weddings. And <laughs> it doesn't, and not even just real life, like weddings I go to, but weddings I see on, anytime I see a wedding uh, in, on yeah. TV or whatever, I'm thinking, well, those two have a bond that I've never seen before and they're going to make it. That's just that's something I'd fall for. You'd have to have a pretty cold heart to watch a wedding <laughs> on TV or otherwise and be like, it. yeah, I don't know about this. Like everybody's really happy. Yeah, that's true. Dean and Kaylin talk. Kaylin wants to get on the same page. Okay? okay. She's scared. Doesn't want to get hurt. She wants want keyword is wants to get on the same page. Dean, I think he said he's leaving for Spain immediately after paradise. So no interest in settling down. What's weird is so Dean traveling around van guy. When I think of van life guys or girls, I think of people who, d- who don't want to go to dinner parties. Like you said, yeah, but I do expect them to be like open emotions, deep in the emotions game. But he's like, I don't want to talk about my emotions. I'm like, you're a van life guy. I thought you were supposed to be in touch. You know what <laughs> in I mean? Touch with your emotions. Absolutely. What else you got on this interaction? He basically says he doesn't want a normal life. And he doesn't want to talk about his feelings. And he's going to take off in his van immediately after this is over. It's right out it's, here. I can see right it from here. Back. It's right <laughs> out back. At any given time, I'm going to hop in that van and leave. Okay? He said, you'd be miserable as my girlfriend. I also found it interesting. He said it's a convince me otherwise situation in terms of uh, relationships. I'm not going to be in a relationship. You need to convince me why I would want to do all this. Why I would want to give up the van life. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He's committed. He's pot committed <laughs> yeah. to the van life. You're going to have He's to convince me. Already. I'm way this way van life. Yeah. You're going to have to convince me I, the other way. Yep. I own and live in a van. <laughs> it, I'm not just going to stop doing that because you, no. because it's just an, an easy switch I can flip. At least he's being honest. I mean, yeah. he's telling her straight up what the deal is with him he's he's just like listen milady i'm a vagabond (laughs) all right there's no change in these (laughs) stripes on this tiger that's true and i agree with what you said there but why did he come to this beach the the reasons he came here are not literally the shampoo faith (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's it dean is not here on good faith yeah No. no He says this like it's okay. It's like all of us came here to find a relationship, and now you're yeah. saying like, "No, I didn't come." You're crazy. I didn't come here not for this. Even, no, yeah. not even a consideration. No, you are crazy. Man. A relationship, please. No. Um, John Paul Jones extremely hungover from his date with Tajwan. Obviously, yeah. I've seen a hangover before. Yep. I've had a few in my day. He was hungover. Absolutely. Tajwan's raving about her date. Meanwhile. John Paul Jones probably doesn't remember any of it. Keep that in mind for later. (laughs) All right, Haley, one of the twins shows up. The twins seem like a relic of a bygone era. It's been like two or three years. That's when they first bonded the scene, but they seem like... Isn't it crazy how fast Bachelor and Bachelorette family Instant. moves? Like the, yeah. she, they are old news. They used yeah. to be the it, <laughs> the duo. attraction. <laughs> they used, they were on the Ben and what's her name, Lauren, Ben and Lauren yep. uh, Bushnell's TV show. They were like two of the most popular people on the show. Had to be on Bachelor in Paradise every year. We lo- and I was a big twins guy, so I was a big fan oh, yeah. of this. Uh, they, they were fun in a good time, but now it's like, oh, the old dusty old twins. <laughs> yeah. They're probably like 24. 
It's it's crazy. They we chew you up twins. and we spit you out. That's yeah. what happens when they put forty five people on Paradise. Everybody gets so much exposure now. And that's and why we, Chris is old Chris now that he's thirty one. He's thirty two. Yeah, thirty two. Yeah. It's Derek's age. Uh, anyway, she so shows up. She's got a date card. Pulls JPJ aside. Only talks to JPJ. Later has to literally wake him up to invite him on the date. And John Paul Jones hasn't t- spoken with Tajwan at this point. The day after their date, which is in poor form. Yeah, I'll say. After John Paul Jones gets ready for his date, he tries to talk with Tajwan, but then is quickly distracted. Like, oh, Haley. All right. And then he sprints away. <laughs> that was the weirdest. <laughs> that, was, that was just the epitome of John Paul Jones. Like, he yeah. sees something, a flash or a, something shiny in the distance, and it draws his attention. Oh. <laughs> I think Taj- He was about Taj- to have a conversation like, hey, don't worry about this date. That's what I expected. But then he got distracted and he just <laughs> left her um i feel like tajwan looked at the camera like um jim in the office oh, jim i'm the sorry office? that took yeah. me so long i thought I you were gonna myself. say jim but i was confused why it was taking you so long well, to come see, up with that unlike all these millennials who are just now watching the office i've i haven't watched long it 15 ago. years <laughs> even, a long time ago <laughs> right okay. you know? Okay. Anyway, Tajwan, this begins Tajwan's spiral. And why wouldn't it? Okay. She just got rejected by essentially John Paul Jones. She's got no friends here. She's baking in the sun. <laughs> Surely hydrated. Yeah. Dehydrated, excuse me. Uh, and just also sad about her situation. So the doctors show up to take care of her. And by doctor, I mean guy who <laughs> okay. stayed at a Holiday Inn okay. Express last night. <laughs> You ever I mean, seen a faker ass doctor? <laughs> I mean, the man, on. listen to me, Rim. The man was wearing fucking jeans. Okay, he was wearing jeans <laughs> with fine. a Halloween shirt, costume, <laughs> doctor's jacket, and jeans. What doc? No, no, it's not okay to be wearing jeans as a doctor. It's he's, not, Rim. He's on a resort. He, well, it's maybe not he wasn't. Okay. He's on call. Okay? Then why well, are you even wearing your de- doctor's jacket then? Well, he keeps that in his briefcase. The stethoscope. <laughs> was a uh, bright red it looks like <laughs> something like a sec it comes with a sexy nurse halloween costume is <laughs> yeah, what the stethoscope exactly. looks like anyway they just kind of walk up to her and they're like ah she's dehydrated like well yeah i mean obviously get the woman some water <laughs> yeah she just fainted on the beach <laughs> anyway uh Haley and john paul jones date believe it or not there was not a lot of conversation shown mm-hmm. on this date the riding horses, before you know it, they're popping champagne, making out. What did you got on this? Amy? Lotion. There's lotion all over. John Paul Jones getting handsy. I thought he must have been still drunk from the night before. <laughs> he because was, he, listen to me, he was under the bathing suit, okay? That's unacceptable. <laughs> Double cup yeah, on the under booty, the bathing suit, under yeah. the bathing suit, okay? I've never seen sun, something on. so forward. It was out of nowhere. They barely spoke before that. <laughs> It was like a scene of a of a Bachelor in Paradise porn parody or something. <laughs> Riding horses on the beach, and before you know it, yep, clothes off. Strange. Back on the beach, if only Tajwan knew what was really going on. Still spiraling, obviously. Crying. She's crying. She's sitting in a chair. Save that hydration, honey. Don't cry. <laughs> sitting in a chair in the sun. I mean. <laughs> I feel like she should have some supervision. Get her in the shade. Help her. 
Yeah. Why are you allowing her? She just passed out on the beach. I'm going to go ahead and say the doctor didn't give her any tips on what she should do next. He just kind of just stay. You know, the producer should have been like, okay, like get in the shade. This is not rocket science here. Yeah. The pool, go inside the air conditioning, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I couldn't tell. We're making fun. I couldn't tell if she was really losing it or if she was. I couldn't tell if it was a gimmick. Yeah. She's shaking. It seemed like it was a gimmick to me. You never know in paradise. It seemed over the top to me. Well, again, it could have. It's plausible that it was really over the top because she stayed out in the sun all day. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, John Paul Jones and Haley are back from their date. Make out hard. Very awkward interaction. Haley, JPJ, Tajwan at the bar. Now, Tajwan calls Haley a pigeon. Mm-hmm. And we, John Paul Jones and Tajwan are seagulls. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, this could be in reference to the famous Sporty Thieves song, No Pigeons, which was, of course, in reaction to No Scrubs from TLC. Of course. Is that what you took that as, too? Or does pigeon mean something else now with these kids? I don't know what exactly it means. I don't know how it wouldn't be that. I don't know where the seagulls thing came from. The whole birds thing was confusing me. Seagulls are also disgusting. That's the thing about seagulls. (laughs) I'm well aware. Okay. Okay. Listen, Rim, you don't have to tell me about birds. That's true. Birds. (laughs) You no pigeons are disgusting. Seagulls are disgusting. All birds are disgusting. Rim, like I'm not trying to touch any bird. They're disgusting. Ugh. I think Tajwan, AB's not lying, by the way. That's a long known fact that's about Alex Bradford. F- that's he's a- terrified of birds and they're <laughs> all gross. And he's right. Birds are weird and gross. No offense to anyone with birds as pets. Teach their own. Uh, I think Tajwan thought that seagulls were like the glorious, that's the bird you want to be. In the was she bird, thinking in of like doves? Yes. Both she was definitely thinking kinda, of doves. She's thinking yep. of doves, right? <laughs> yep. She's thinking of doves. Anyway, that ends with Haley leaving. John Paul Jones gives a shitty toast. Nothing to celebrate. Total nonsense. Tasha and yeah. Did you mention the toast? The worst toast of all time? Yeah, I said it was shitty. That's all I said. It okay. was incomprehensible. I mean, he was just like, oh, listen, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> and then they take I, shots. I have it written down here if you want me to read it. Yeah, I do. He said, pretend hey. it's all set the scene. It's bar clothes at your college bar where they do dollar shots of tequila. It's 2.30. <laughs> Everyone's going home. These two don't really have a connection, but they've been, they're standing near each other. So this is what happens. Go they ahead. Got, hey, look. <laughs> I had so much fun last night. Are you going to do a John Paul Jones voice? No. This is, okay. I'm not going to do a John Paul Jones. You want to do it? <laughs> you, no, because I don't have the I don't have the chops. I don't have the chops. I don't have the chops I'm saving for that. my impressions for Connor later. Go okay, ahead. good. <laughs> good. He said, I had so much fun last night, but I also had so much fun today. Listen, I had a great... T- <laughs> this, is, this is word for word. Listen, I had a great time last night. I hope you did too. I also had a great time today. This is word for word, okay? Okay. But listen, word for word, Rim. He said, but listen again. But listen, I admire you. So just know that I, uh, what I'm sure at this point is I'm enjoying our talk right now. (laughs) This is word for word. As uncomfortable as it may be, as a man, I can certainly say I'm emotionally and physically drained. It's just all over the place. And then he ends it with cheers. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, anyway, it would have kept going if Wells wasn't like, is this your toast? <laughs> yeah. 
Is this real, JPJ? All right, that's pretty good. Tasha and Derek. I'm emotionally and physically drained from listening to it. Yeah. Tasha and Derek. Tasha is out on JPJ. Derek's back on the market. She couldn't care less about JPJ at no, this point. No, no. You know, more power to her, but I do kind of get like upset a little when I see when I buy into relationships when I ship couples. Yeah. Okay. And then you. one person is just like that trap. Nah. That was a joke. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Derek, uh, you know, I got to lean more into the conspiracy theory. He tries to squeeze out some tears over Demi. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Tasha gives him a big, you're allowed to have emotions, Derek. Are we supposed to believe that Derek is scared to be emotional? Because he cried his eyes out after getting sent home on the Bachelorette. <laughs> That's Derek's brand. All right. Yeah. This is not a new, he's not reaching into new depths here. Well, he didn't have tears because he really didn't have a th- he didn't care. AB, are you sure you are you sure you want to be over here with me? Because I'm not over here boys, with you. Your boy's getting some heat about that <laughs> theory. I'm not over here. I don't think after seeing all this, there's no chance he's going to be the bachelor. And we'll get to more on that no, later. No, 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 no. Uh, but I do question some of his stuff. Like John Paul Jones has some good points hey, about the man. Fell, okay, we'll fell, get stay tuned. See. All right, cocktail party. Anyway, they hug, no kiss. I thought they were going to kiss, but it was kind of the hu- it was a hug like we're going to kiss later. We're going to kiss later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. She she had her hand mm-hmm. like a- a- on his neck. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? They it were was close. That, yeah. Cocktail party, okay? We're going to try and fly through this cuz we've been going for so long already. Christian is nervous about getting a rose because the men have roses tonight. Wonder how that will work. Oh, yeah. Do you mean, do you really think they're going to let you stay and then send you home? Like, oh, out of roses. <laughs> no roses. <laughs> Sorry. No, no roses for the ladies. <laughs> yep. Caitlin sets up a little uh, VIP stagecoach. And wouldn't you know it, AB, Blake does a little twirl dance and they make out. What do you got on these two? Did you say stagecoach? She called it a stagecoach. Oh. <laughs> she said, I set up our own VIP stagecoach. Oh, she did. I didn't, see, I yeah. didn't hear that. You, did you say Christina? Or Caitlin. Caitlin. Okay, Caitlin. Okay, Caitlin. I, I got confused on who you're talking about. I, very, Caitlin, I could have Caitlin said Caitlin set up a stagecoach for Blake. Okay, I'm yes, on the same yeah. page. Christina's not doing shit for Blake in no, terms of... No, that's why he really <laughs> yeah. had me thinking. I'm like, what did I miss? Did I miss a, no. a Christina making a love move towards Blake? But no, that's not, not in a case. million years. Nope. Yeah, Her Blake, hands are too I, I mean, busy but, holding the puppet strings. Go ahead. <laughs> can't set anything up and she's making Blake dance. Listen, there's nothing to say here, Rim, besides what you already said, which was Blake promised Caitlyn a rose, okay? (laughs) That's that's the only thing that needs to be said here. Right now, you're 100% getting my rose rose. and I don't see that changing. Then Christina comes over, Blake and Christina talk, and Christina says, I'm just making sure you're making good use of that rose. He is. He's about to give it to someone he likes. (laughs) What do you mean? What good use is it giving it to you? That's my question. Christina at this point wants a rose bad and she's leaning hard into Blake that I gave you the rose, the friendship rose. Now it's time to pay the piper. It's time to come pay you pay what you owe. And it's a rose to me, friendship rose. And then we're even Stevens. She had a spin on it, though. She said, if you give that rose to Caitlin, then another hot shit comes down and then you have to get with her. You're going to break Caitlin's heart. You it's don't want to do that, bad. do you? Yeah. <laughs> Big time. She got in his head. She got in Blake's yeah. head. That's clear. 
Blake goes back to Caitlin and basically tells her that Christina said he couldn't give her his rose. He was just like, Christina said, I can't give you my rose. <laughs> he said, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure of what I'm going to do. There was a moment where you could see Blake realize, wait, did I get tricked? Or like, he realized like, oh wow, I'm Damn. so gullible. But then he like pushed that out of his mind and went back to being Blake. This was so now also, Blake and Caitlin up in the air. Go ahead. This was also the point after Christina and Blake were done talking, uh, Christina had some really mean one-liners these couple nights. Yeah. And here was the first of many. If Let's he was hear. interested in her, he would have went after at Stagecoach. Yeah. Okay? God, she's... That's mean. That's mean. burns. That's yeah. a burn. That's a mean... That's, that's crazy. Christina is not the same Christina we got to know a couple years ago, but... She's more feisty. I like her conniving oh. ways. Uh, yeah, I it's like it. It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Tasha pulls Derek aside. We're skipping ahead a little bit. Derek hold up, hold is up, ready. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Blake, uh, we gotta skip stuff. Go ahead. Uh, hold. Blake tells her that he's not gonna give her the rose again, and then he asks her, "Are you blindsided?" Yeah. Well. Oh my god. Okay. Can't skip that over, Rim. He, yeah. he, he just had told her something. I'm gonna give you the rose. One hundred percent. That's one hundred. Okay. Under my head. Yep. Are you uh blindsided by what I just told you? By then telling you the exact opposite of what I told you? Is that shocking to you? I don't understand the fascination these people have with Blake as a potential partner. Just every conversation you see with him, he's wishy-washy, he's all over the place, he's, you can see the voices going on in his head, like, is this what I should say? Is this what this person... It's just... Yeah, it's not good. Be straight up, Blake. Are you blindsided? That was the only time in recent memory the term blindsided has been applied correctly here. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Tasha pulls Derek aside. Uh, Derek's ready to hook up with Tasha now. Okay. Those requisite number of hours have passed. Time. They kiss. Uh, I will say, this was cute, AB. He said, this is a cute line. We've had this friendship thing. I would love to break that barrier and see where it takes us. Then they kiss. It was a rom-com moment. I, I'm okay with this couple, honestly. JPJ sees this from afar and it shatters his heart. Dean gets Kayla on a cake because it's her 24th birthday, wow. these kids. These kids. Um, Kaylin's falling for Dean. She loves that gesture. Chris, Katie, and Jen. Katie thinks she's going home. Jen thinks Jen is staying. Jen and Katie each give one another ample time with Chris. It was a re it's a respectful exchange, a, a peaceful passing of the power, transfer power. Katie tells Chris, I want this. Do you? And Chris... Can't give her that answer right now because you have to wait to the rose ceremony, Rook. All right. I'm not yeah. just going to tell you that right now. Come on. <laughs> Stay tuned. Come on, young buck. <laughs> Anything else before the rose ceremony I may have missed? Nope. Chris Harrison opens the rose ceremony with a little spiel about serious relationships. He says, I hope you guys respect that I'm going to change the rules. Demi, you're going to hand out the first rose tonight. Big shocker, AB. Did we now? I don't know about you, but I'm not sure I was expecting anyone to object to this. Like this big rule <laughs> change, like someone's gonna throw a fit over this. Like they're taking our roses. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> now, did you? Is this what you thought the big surprise was gonna be? Of course, yeah. And see, I didn't. I guess what did I you didn't think it was gonna be. I don't know. I just thought he was flipping the game up. I fell for him again. <laughs> I fell for what Chris told me again. <laughs> I didn't realize it was up. the guy's turn to give roses. That would have probably yeah. tipped me off. Uh, but when when I saw those, they've been hyping this up for a couple of weeks. Like, 
we're changing the rules of the game. Yep. I'm like, oh, VIP <laughs> switching up. But in fact, he didn't do it. Nothing's changed. He no, didn't. He didn't no. change anything. It was he got me. Chris got me again. I hate it. I hate when they do this. He said in the promo, it's the most shocking rose ceremony <laughs> of all time. And I'm like, nothing has ever been so expected as one of them giving the other a rose. That's <laughs> the most expected thing I've ever seen. There was nothing anyway. shocking about this. <laughs> I hate it. I, I hate that really grinds got like me. It was one of the-, <laughs> the pet peeves of my life are number one, deep potholes that sneak up on me. And number two, bachelor <laughs> promos that are overzealous in their claims. Agreed. Here are the roses. Dylan to Hannah, Clay to Nicole, Mike to Sydney, Dean to Kaylin, Blake to Christina. Mm. Friend Rose Pied Piper, pay the Piper Rose. <laughs> she has finessed two roses out of this deal. And as someone else mentioned, she hasn't even kissed anyone in a month. Incredible performance by Christina. Great job. She's she's adding a lot to the beach. I'm still a big fan. We're big fans of her for different reasons than we used to be. Right. She used to be America's sweetheart. Now she's got that edge to her and... You and she's just stirring she's the, the puppet pot. master. She's yeah. stirring the pot of everything in on the beach. It's incredible. Love it. How embarrassing for Caitlin to not get this rose. Yeah, that's tough. That's scene. Sad. Derek notably goes before John Paul Jones and gives his rose to Tasha. John Paul Jones, no hesitation to Haley. I, the camera couldn't even get to his face in time to get him <laughs> saying it. He's like Haley he's, as he's lifting the rose. <laughs> And then Chris, the big the big rose of the night, Chris gives his to Katie. I was happy to see this. Possible engagement couple, I got to say. What do you think? I was happy to see this. I'm a big Katie guy. Uh, I'm glad that Chris is matured a little bit, Rem, and he's looking for a, the real relationship. It's someone bared their heart and their soul to you, Chris. Reciprocate it. And he did, finally. They actually like one another. There's no yeah. Katie's planning to get with someone else later. Or Chris is like got his eyes no, on this other is it. people. This is it. This was it. They have crossed over into get them off my screen. They're boring territory. That's Agreed. how committed they are, I think. Yep. So the three going home are Caitlin, Tajwan, and Jen. Christina, we're talking about her a little bit, pulling some strings. She's starting to act like, have you seen Glow? No, I haven't seen that. It's pretty good, but... People who watch Glow might like this. She's starting to act like Zoya the Destroyer, um, <laughs> Allison Bree's character in the show. Blake decided to give his rose to me is easy choice, and then she like <laughs> tricked him again. <laughs> it was very funny. She she owns Blake. Blake is the easiest. You just gotta. He's like a stormtrooper. You just go do this, Blake, and he's like, oh, you just wave your hand, and then he's like, oh, I'll do that instead. It's a relationship that I haven't been able to fully understand between them. Blake said they were best friends at one yeah. point. I, I don't know what's going on. Well, they're best friends because Christina goes, we'll be best friends. And he's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, on that note, let's take a quick break before talking about the next episode. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. After the rose ceremony is how we begin the next episode. Caitlin's birthday. 24 years old. Everyone knows it's a big birthday. Okay. She appreciates (laughs) Dean for the wonderful cake. The song. Everyone on the beach sung the song. And the rose, of course. She's like, listen, uh, uh, Dean. Have I been calling him Blake? His name's Dean. Dean. Yeah. We talk about serious things. We're talking about having kids. We're talking about the life we want in the future. Uh, really? Strange they haven't shown any of that on the screen, yeah, but I'll take your word for it. We haven't seen any of that. The last we saw, he was basically telling you that this couldn't happen. And then he gave you a cake, and for some reason that made you think, like, that changes what he said. I don't he understand. He wants to get the mortgage, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I don't understand. He just gave you a cake, a nice thing to do. Uh, Dean pulls Kalen aside, and he said, I didn't expect to have a real connection with someone. Uh, Dean basically said... Listen, like AB said last week, I'm here for the shampoo, not here for the right reasons, but I like you anyway. I know that I won't be able to get where you need me to be at the end of this. It's time for me to go home. Our lifestyles are just not going to be compatible. What did you make of this breakup? It's not going to work outside of this. I didn't like the timing. It's on her birthday. That seems a little much. Maybe either do it before the birthday or after, not on the birthday. That's just my opinion on breakup decorum. Yep, I agree. As much as we like roses given out by people who leave immediately after, that's just rose decorum. Yeah. (laughs) Birthday decorum. The rules of birthday supersedes that. Supersedes yeah. that. You don't break up with someone on their birthday. Yeah, no, that's just have a little bit of thought. Put a little bit of yeah. thought to that. Come on, do it tomorrow morning, please. Exactly. So, Dean uh, dips. Kalen justified. Well, Kalen heartbroken. I don't know. Distraught. If justifiably. I mean, there were warning signs specifically. This isn't going to work. That should have tipped you <laughs> off. Warning signs coming directly from the source. Yes, yeah. there were some. The sign has said this. Uh, but for some reason, Kalen claims I thought he was my forever. He blindsided me. Power rankings of words that this franchise completely misuses all the time, removing all meaning from words. Number one, blindsided. <laughs> People say blindsided just when something they don't like occurs. They're like, yeah. well, that's blindsided. Like, ah, not quite. They, you should have known that was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, number two, this is a recent entry into the power rankings. Number two is clarity. Clarity, clarity yeah. means either have a discussion, doesn't matter. If, talk. That's yeah, what talk. it means. Oh, uh, they're having clarity over there. Or <laughs> it means 
something you say as an excuse to go on a date with someone who's not your truly significant other. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go on the date. Clarity. I got to get some clarity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's clarity. And the, the old favorite, disingenuine, yeah. which isn't a word outside of this franchise, <laughs> but it had a good run of constant yep. use Agreed. on one season of The Bachelorette. All right. The next day, John Paul Jones, despondent. Would you say over Tasha <laughs> have a mental breakdown showing interest in Derek? I mean, he's really he's not tearing up. He's really no, he's, he's uncontrollably sobbing on the beach. Yeah. And it only gets worse when Blake comes over to comfort him. <laughs> now, not sure I've ever seen these two interact before, but listen, nope. sometimes you just got to put your hand on your boy's shoulder and say it's yeah. going to be all right, man. When yep. you're sitting shirtless, Had you just got to sit there. Sit through the times. Listen, I don't, I'm not positive. This is a good, Blake helping out his buddy. Maybe Blake's not as bad as we all thought he was. He's a bad dude for girls, but he also gets tricked a lot. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know the guy. I don't, I don't know what the guy's about. No, <laughs> no I don't know. It's tough to get a handle on. Yeah. He goes back and forth. Um, it was a kind gesture. I don't think he was fully prepared for the severity of the tears. No. He was like, oh, you're really, is, really sad. Yeah. And I don't have anything to say. <laughs> this, is, this isn't what I was expecting when I came down here. John Paul Jones said, I've been looking for my wife since I was 18, man. The people who are perceived, it seems to me that the people who are perceived to be the weirdest oddballs are the ones actually on the show for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah. Okay, John Paul Jones is, I think he's completely sincere. He's like, I need a wife, and I'm yeah, coming here to get a wife. Cam yeah. was the same way. Mm -hmm. Annalise wants yep. a husband more than anything in the world when she comes on these shows. And those are the three, like, oddball characters in recent memory. Everyone else who's, like, you know, tier one, for lack of a better there's term. There's some other is, reasons is here. <laughs> there's other reasons. Yeah, there's other reasons, reasons to be here. Yeah. He says, Tasia has everything I've been looking for. I mean... Why did you go on those two dates and have your you know, hands underneath Haley's bikini? Yeah. <laughs> That's my question for John Paul Jones. Use your head, John Paul Jones. I think he... He had the hands like this. That was crazy. The, <laughs> the hands underneath crazy. the bikini, okay? Yeah. Bare they, ass. That's what John Paul Jones... they Island for that. They'd be like, Absolutely. all right, get, like, out get, get these two out of here. No, they had to blur out what John Paul Jones was doing. <laughs> was and now doing, he's going to yeah. say, Tasha is the girl of his dreams again. I mean, you shouldn't have done that then, John Paul Jones. No. But John Paul Jones apologists, I just don't think he quite understood, like... This, yeah. If I go on these dates, it's probably over. Well, keep in mind, he went on the dates because Taysha was like, go on the dates. Told him to, yeah. But, you know, he could have been more forthright about his feelings for her at the time. I don't presume to know what goes on in John Paul Jones' yeah. head. All right? I'm just here to watch him entertain me, and I thank him for doing so. Agreed. Uh, the crew gets invited to Chris and Crystal's wedding. Goose. Love a, a nice, heartfelt mass wedding invite the day of the event. <laughs> Very heartfelt. Hey, shoebox, come to the wedding in two hours. Um, Get dressed. You don't have the attire. It's uh, By the way, it's black tie affair, and we know you don't have that. I mean, you're just setting these people up to look ridiculous. And probably some of them already been drinking or, yep. or hungover. Oh, it's yeah. just a tough scene. Clay is concerned about seeing his ex 
girlfriend, Angela, former hot couple, Clay and Angela. Mm-hmm. She is a bridesmaid at the nuptials. Goose even introduced him to Angela. Yep. This is, I mean, this is fucking real life situation. This is real life. <laughs> this is up real now. life. Yeah. I don't want to go to this wedding. That's the situation but Clay's in. To, but he has to. Because Clay, to his best friends are Goose and Crystal, which is weird, but yeah. that seems true. Clay, I thought it was interesting, admitted at this point, he made a selfish decision showing up on the beach. because He said would, that already at this point? At this point, he said it. Clay admits he made a selfish decision showing up here because it might hurt Angela. I, th- I found that telling. As the episode went on, Clay revealed some things that I'll never go all the way over here, but pulled me a little towards Annalise, Annalise's yeah. opinion. Right here is where things early on where yeah. it started. Like it started right here. Annalise yeah. said you weren't here for like in good faith, and now you're kind of admitting to it a little bit. Uh, not I quite. Think, I still think he came here in good faith, but not quite. he should. He maybe could have taken Angela's feelings into account. He acted but, like, but he also said something. Clay apologized. He said something that brought it back to like. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. What are you gonna say? Nothing. Go ahead. Goose and Crystal wedding. I'm sad that Crystal's not gonna be on these shows anymore. Ab. I like Crystal. I'm sorry. I like Goose and I like Crystal. There, you don't like Goose. Come yeah, on. I did after this. <laughs> it's just one well, of those yeah, things. It's just wedding day. <laughs> it's just one of those wedding things with me. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> <Amy> just <laughs> what a weird thing. I mean, he's still Goose. They everyone called him Goose at this wedding. Yeah, I know. Anyway, can't believe these two are getting married. Um, actual wedding guests dressed appropriately, as you might expect, except for Joe, Grocer Joe. Appeared to be wearing a T-shirt. Oh, he didn't have a. The, did he have a he, blazer? I think he. I yep. think he borrowed a jacket from the bellhop at the okay. hotel. Why right <laughs> okay. he walked in? It didn't fit. He was like, ah, oh, there's a wedding. <laughs> Give me your jacket. I would have appreciated more Joe time. To be honest, we only saw him the one time. There was a lot of people who got no time. Eric Bigger was there. No time. Oh, he was. That's that's the only one I can. He was deep in the background. You spotted him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spotted him. I did the thing with my hands. Yeah. Like, what's going on, Eric? What's going on? It's um, Eric. Whole batch of flame family was here. It was good to see everybody. A lot of people. Everybody who was anybody mm-hmm. from the last several years, so mostly white people, was there. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylin is still crying because of Dean. Yep. Going to, the, to a wedding is the last thing I want to do right now. Her tune changes as soon as Connor S. shows up. I mean, instantly. She yeah. starts talking about Connor's a better match for me than Dean. I'm glad Dean left. Connor is gorgeous. Instantly. Another real-life situation, I might add, is what goes down at weddings. Hot guy strolls in. Oh, what's going on over there? Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> Hook up. What do you got on this? About Connor and Kaylin or about the wedding in general? Well, we can move on to John Paul Jones fuming, if you want to. <laughs> I just wanted to note again that the Bachelor in Paradise crew was very underdressed for the wedding. It was Dylan was wearing a t-shirt, okay? He had a, he had a jacket on. Dylan, Dylan was not the one you wanted to call out here. He had a jacket on. No. He must have put one on in the in the wedding. He had a jacket on. Really? Okay. John Paul Jones didn't button any of his buttons <laughs> on his polo shirt. I want to mention one thing about the wedding itself. Obviously, these two look great. John Paul Jones out of line talking to Tasha, trying to win her back at the wedding itself. <laughs> right before the bride walks down hey. the aisle, he's, yeah. he's talking to her about Derek and how he's not good for her. Um, Angela, 
this became a topic later, but when she came in, she strutted in <laughs> like a true ex-girlfriend bridesmaid whose boyfriend is there and with his new flame while they're on TV would. She was like, bow, popping the bang, the hair a little bit. It's like, mm. Angela came in, the world stopped. Stunting. You like what you see, Clay? You can't have it anymore. Yeah, can't have it. Popped the <laughs> hips as she walked by him. Clay and Nicole, obviously on the aisle, they were placed yeah. there. <laughs> placed on the aisle. And uh, then they got married. Anything else on that? No. Can't, can't think of anyone I'd rather have marry me than Chris Harrison. He even shaved. He doesn't shave very often yeah. anymore. Clean mm-hmm. shaven. Yep. Post-wedding cocktail hour. A little bit of gossiping going on among the nation. Uh, I think JPJ introduced himself to the family. <laughs> JPJ <laughs> definitely like... He was definitely, when he was, was nine years old, was the kid who knew all the manners there are to know yeah. at a young around adults. Absolutely. Like, nice to meet you, sir. Yep. John Paul Jones tells Katie that Derek is full of shit. Okay. Here's where the bombshells started dropping. If they're true, allegedly, I believe him. I believe him. <laughs> Derek has expressed to me multiple times that he reaches out to his fans and takes advantage of them sexually. A man that takes advantage of women because of this very temporary status that he's acquired doesn't strike me as a man of integrity. Big integrity guy, John Paul Jones. Yep. Then John Paul Jones goes to Demi and tries to get her to like talk bad about Derek. Did you somehow? forget that think. Derek and Demi were like the <laughs> he thing? Forgot. He forgot. He totally <laughs> Derek forgot. At this point, is just going around to anybody that will listen and telling them yeah. that Derek's a bad guy. He he literally goes up to Demi and is like, "What do you think about Derek? He's an asshole, right?" And she's like, "No, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> she not." Like he had two heads. Like, why would I say bad about? things about Derek? There's cameras right there. What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, and then the the real money line for me. This was a big night for Bachelor adjacent podcast. Ab John Paul Jones said he needs he needs content for his podcast, and that's the only reason he's doing these things. Wow! Through the looking glass, strange world we live in. When a storyline on the Bachelor becomes people are doing things for their podcast yeah. now. Weird. Agreed. What do you got on confrontation? John Paul Jones and Derek. John Paul Jones is fuming by the end of this, and I'm not sure what made it. Well, something set him off at the, at some point. He's fuming, and then he says, when the trash starts to smell, you got to take it out, and then he storms <laughs> over to Derek. Storms <laughs> through the wedding, like weaving in and out of people. Everyone is way too mad. Everyone notices, and then he confronts him. It comes in way too hot. It was a re this would have been a reasonable reaction if Derek like punched John Paul Jones's mom in the nose yeah. and then went about <laughs> Absolutely. his Absolutely. This would be, be like, how hey. you'd walk up to him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey. And then you finger wag and you're pointing and you're like, Don't you do that again? That type of thing. But really, not that severe. Um Well, John, P- John Paul Jones is just on a mission. Okay. He w- he's going to take down Derek. And his bachelor uh, hopeful. <laughs> yeah. He, he did it for us. He brings up the what Derek said to him, allegedly, about what he does with the fans. And Derek I, at that, tried to like jump in and say, like, whoa, 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 man. Like, you can't just say that. But 
the way he reacted made it seem like uh, I feel like you know, he's the, like the way John Derek, Paul Jones' big thing was like, "Am I saying anything that's not true? Say, tell me if I'm lying." And Derek never said <laughs> you're lying. Derek knows he was caught, and he's the way he responded was like, "I can't believe you're bringing this shit up." I said yeah, that like, to whoa, you in whoa, confidence. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I said that to you in confidence, John Paul Jones. We were just in, you know locker room talk. That's how Derek yep. looked when he was another. Uh, this is another indicator that John Paul Jones doesn't separate real life and show life yeah. like most of these other people do. He's like, no, I'm here for a wife and this is <laughs> I got beef with you and I'm going to handle it. Here. Everyone else kind of Derek is like glancing at the camera like wait, the camera's right there. Stop this guy. He's going to be blowing up my spot right now. This is. Yeah. All right. Moving on from that confrontation because it continues later. Chris and Crystal. The newlyweds invite a few people from paradise to their reception. Uh, what was strate- this about? Strategic invites. Yeah, come to the wedding. A select few of our um, few of you are going to really get well, to come to the wedding. Yeah, but why do it in front of everyone too? He's like, "Bachelor oh, very- Paradise people, come on over," <laughs> and then basically did like a dodgeball. You know, team selection, team selection, and then all the losers on the beach had to stay. I don't understand. Why couldn't you just go up to them individually? You know, like, why'd you have to do it? Make it such a and it wasn't just the Bachelor in Paradise people that came over. Like, everybody came over. Everyone saw the team get picked. Saw the people. He's like, Clay, uh, Mike. And you could tell right off the bat. It's like, this is the A-listers. There's no B-listers here. All the A-listers get to come to the to come to the actual wedding dance. It had nothing to do with if they knew Chris or Christina knowing them at all because they didn't got know invited. What does Mike have to do with either of them? Mike doesn't know any of those <laughs> no. people at all. Um, Hannah G, Dylan, Kalen, Blake, Mike, Christina, Tasha, Clay. So we separated some couples. We separated Clay and Nicole, and Kalen and Christina are single, ready to mingle. Tasha and Derek are separated. It's very strategic here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Mike, like Mike, come hang with like come up to first class, yeah. buddy. That's what this was. <laughs> okay, back on the beach, Nicole is certain that Angela, whom she now hates. Yeah, that seemed a little strong. I didn't like she said I hate Angela. That seems that seemed unnecessary. Haven't met yet. You don't know. Yeah, she didn't do anything to you yet. I mean, she, she's convinced that Angela is responsible for Clay going to the reception so she can win him back or something along those Despite lines. Despite Clay probably being, he would have been invited had this not been a bachelor yeah, in paradise He thing. probably should have been a groomsman, yeah. so I'm not sure that's a good claim. Now, you can argue that maybe Clay should have gotten a plus one. Into yeah, the, that's fair. Into <laughs> no, the that's thing, true. She might have something to do think with that. Angela's, I don't think Angela's making that decision as the bridesmaid. Um Blake is moping yeah, at the reception. The he's ruining the wedding. <laughs> he's ruining the wedding. Get, him, get this guy out of here. He's killing the energy in the room. I don't think he did, though, because everyone who was there was having a great time roasting him to shreds. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Even Chase McNary was like making stagecoach jokes. Uh, Astrid said he should leave the country. People are just ripping the poor People guy. People are roasting pieces. him. Yep. You want to talk about uh, Kaylin and Connor a little bit? Connor gets pulled aside first by Christina. I want to make note of that. They have a long conversation. There seems to be something there. Right after that, 
Kalen. Christine and Kalen just have similar tastes in men room. That's what. Yep. That's that's a fact. There's nothing, no shame in that. They're they're both Their acting surprised. It's like guys. you guys obviously like all tall white <laughs> hot guys. That's no, nothing wrong with that. Who you can kind it's of trick taste. into doing things. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can yeah, you can kind of be the puppeteer of that <laughs> yep. person. Anyways, uh, Connor pulls Kalen aside. They're both interested, and then they make out. I I was I didn't see that coming. Not a lot of deep insight and thoughtfulness. No, here Connor says something, you know, with his voice, and then the, yeah, they start making out. <laughs> with his voice. Yeah, my feeling was that these two have, uh, these two have probably met before. I got that, that feeling way, too. Yep. I got that feeling. She's like, "Oh, so glad you're here." And he's like, "Totally glad you're here too." <laughs> um, a couple things that Kaylin said. That just completely undermined everything she just said about Dean was that I've been waiting for Connor to come down the beach the whole time. Surprising. I'm huge into Connor. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel duped because I believe when Kalen and Dean were a thing, I believe that that was a real couple. And now I don't know if I'm going to get duped again. Be true. Potentially. So she was thinking about Connor the whole time she was with no, Dean? No, I think or were you Dean really, just were you came really heartbroken when Dean left? I just think Dean was an, a pleasant surprise, a drifter that drifted through her life. <laughs> and then Connor, yeah. she kind of forgot about Connor for a while. And then when he left and she saw Connor, she's like, oh, yeah, that's I was hoping right. Connor would be here. That's a big time Kalen spin zone yeah, for me to be there. I'm a Kalen guy. Uh, Nicole Clay. Really? Yeah, I like Kalen. <laughs> I like Kalen. <laughs> Nicole Clay and Angela. Nicole thinks Angela is the puppet master here. And okay. Annalisa. I want to point that out. She butts I in here too. She butts in here. I want to make sure you note that Annalisa sticks her nose into some business that has nothing to do with her. She makes herself a part of this. But yes, go ahead. Okay. So Nicole has Tasha at the wedding to be her eyes. Mm. And she's upset that Angela didn't even introduce herself to me. I'm not sure why she would. When? Frankly, she doesn't know you exist. <laughs> you just got with Clay a week ago and you've been secluded on this beach the whole time. Are you confused in thinking that this is airing real time and like she's it's watching live. what's happening on the beach? Like she yeah. has no clue no that idea. you and Clay are together. So Clay's at the reception. And he pulls Angela aside and he's. Uh, totally fine to do obviously if they haven't seen each other since this breakup long-term relationship you don't just freaking ignore each other if you're adults and both of of these people seem like they are of course not some of the things clay said though were like oh okay clay he said (laughs) he said i just care about you a lot which is a nice thing to say and true one would expect him to still care about angela's existence but he said it probably 10 times Mm -hmm. and he said it like i just he said it like he wanted to say, I still love you, yeah. but he had to catch himself a couple times. Bold claim from me, but... And then he said it's the hardest thing he's ever done, ending thing with Angela. This is when I thought he said, oh, I was selfish to come here. He I'm said sorry. it then, too. Yeah. Said it then, too. Hand on her thigh. Wow. I noticed. I Ooh, noticed. Okay. If I'm Nicole and I see I'm like... Get your hand off her thigh, get please. Get your hand off her thigh. Clay says when they were together, he was still trying to make it in the NFL. And his agent called and said, dream's over, buddy. Agent probably tired of having to deal with this guy who's not focused on the league. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Clay had to figure out what to do with the rest of his life. So that's part of why he came to Paradise. You don't buy that explanation? I buy it fully. I can buy that explanation. Okay, so I guess I I took it differently. He 
I took that as part of the reason why he broke up with her. Was this completely after they had broken I think, up? I think he was. Ex- I took this That'd as he was more explaining sense. why he came to paradise. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. And on the surface, it sounded like I had to figure out, you know, I got to figure out, I got to find a partner now. But I think he wink, wink, nod, nod meant like a job. This was a business decision to come to paradise. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of, I don't know. I don't hate it if you're honest about it. And also like those athletes were like on the fringe of making it in a sport and they're 20. Clay's almost at 30, I think. Yeah. And that's all you've ever done. You have no real life job experience or anything like that. Like that's a scary thing for that just because it's over for him. Yeah, and now he has to figure out what he's going to do. I can't so think I of a better time. Can't think followers. of a better time to come on Bachelor in Paradise than after your dreams just got crushed. <laughs> well said. <laughs> um, anyway, back on the beach. Wait, you didn't say the really damning part about Clay. I got a note here. What did he say? Angela to Clay, it was like, I don't understand why you're here. You told me you can't envision ever talking to anyone else romantically. You told me you needed to be alone and find yeah, yourself. not great. Well, oh, he's here Clay for business. Clay was getting exposed out here. <laughs> yeah, he said, I can never imagine anyone else as my wife. These were really damning quotes from Angela. Tough it was yep. tough as a Clay fan to see that. It turns out yeah. all these guys are scumbags. You know, the shine is off Clay a little yeah. bit, but I think he likes Nicole. Clay's an odd duck, too, so I don't know always what's going on with him, but yeah, if that's true, tough, 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 scene, tough, to tough scene. Uh Back on the beach, John Paul Jones and Derek... JPJ thinks Derek just wants to hook up with fans and add gossip to his podcast. Major, major faux pas by this podcast, who we will not name, to not put Derek Peth's name in the name of your show in time for this night's episode. You can't search his, you can't search Derek Peth podcast or whatever in the app. It doesn't come up. Wow. Insanity. What a missed opportunity for this show, which we will not name. Unbelievable. <laughs> we should have put Derek Peth in the name of our podcast. That would have been something. Yeah. <laughs> Trick some anyway. people into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unbeknownst to me, Derek says, John has had a thing for Tasha. Derek. Tasha gave Derek. him a rose. Come on. They went on a Derek. date, please. Come they didn't on. go on a date. No, they Did didn't they go, go on a date. No, they didn't go on a date, but they had dates. Yeah. <laughs> they please. were hanging out for like a week. You're telling me you didn't know? Anyway, they talk more about they fight, you know, nothing really. They're fighting now, by the bar with Wells. I nothing can't, really happens. You I, anything on this? I don't love how John Paul Jones argues. He doesn't let you talk. I didn't I didn't no. love that. <laughs> it's very immature of him. He wouldn't let Derek talk at all. So it was hard to even gather. He literally goes, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I just I felt like Derek was Derek's line. Right. So we I think we both the way we have I, what I've gathered here is you think like I think that John Paul Jones is telling the truth. He's saying things that if. Derek could refute. He would refute. He them. would. He would refute instantly. Yeah. So why not just let Derek talk and spin the spin himself even yeah. further into the ground? Like the way John Paul Jones went about it, I did. It didn't didn't hit for me. Yeah, he could have been more successful. I think, and said that he he came off worse. Yeah, John Paul Jones came off worse. Yeah, he strikes me as a guy who like f- gathers all his points that he's going to make in his head, 
memorizes them, goes into the confrontation, says them, and then when the other person tries to, yeah. you know, rebut, he's just like, nope, nope, I already said my things. <laughs> don't can, don't mess me up up here. I got all the things up here. I said those. Don't say anything else. That's it. And then he walks away. Great analysis. When Derek did got to did get to speak. I feel like a scumbag, but he played the, I've been through so much. Yeah. You don't know what I've been through. Yeah. Okay. He said, you don't understand the weight of what I've been through. You got broken up with? Like, what? why is your heartbreak so much worse than anyone else? He seems to be latching on to, like, Demi coming out on national television. Like, that has to do with him? That's not a difficulty for you, Derek. You're an ancillary piece of that. Of her coming out, I guess, but that had nothing to do with you, and that's not a weight that you had to deal with. He didn't. There's no cross he had to bear. <laughs> All here. you had happened to you was you got broke up. That's the only thing you personally dealt with. Just because they came out and you were kind of a piece in were, the story doesn't mean you came out. The you, you could argue that since they're still here, it's hard sure. to see. But he doesn't. Shouldn't seem doesn't to be care. acting like it's difficult, and he's already moved on. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyway, the next day, Kalen is bummed. That was that was a shitty confrontation. The next day, uh, Kalen is bummed. Dean is gone, but also bummed. Connor isn't here after they kissed last night. Wait a second, that's Connor's music. A here it comes. Can't believe the guy who had never met Chris and Crystal but was at their wedding <laughs> ended up coming to paradise. Couldn't believe that. That's shocking. <laughs> uh, Connor and Kalen chat more of the same. Uh, they're both hot. They're just both hot. So that's yeah, both hot people. Uh, I'm I'm a little upset that Connor wasn't here earlier. He's one of the biggest names from the most recent season. Why was he not a, a day one guy? I just don't understand. Why did we have so many of these other people? Why was Cam there before Connor? Someone explain that. Cam to would me. seem like a good. La- Cam would be a good late entry good, guy. Great late entry guy. Or why was Christian there before Connor? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. What are yeah. we doing? Um. Or just Adam. You don't have to replace anybody. Just fucking. No. Adam. Just throw him in there. <laughs> just throw him and another <laughs> girl in there. Why? Why was yeah. Connor not there way earlier? I feel like he was one of the biggest names. He obviously blew it on his bachelorette season, but I feel like people still loved the guy. Well, we thought he was a contender after the sticky note thing. We should have known yeah. he had no shot. Anyway, they go on a date. Uh, a guy who looked like an extra from Mad Max Fury Road just tells <laughs> him to paint each other with their hands. And then he leaves. <laughs> no more instruction. No more <laughs> no. instruction on what to do. I hope he left. Uh, uh, turned physical quickly. Yes, it no did. conversation. All paint. All make out. All day. Hands are all over the place. Making out. Uh, to Connor, in Connor's defense, he kept his hands above board, unlike some. Yeah, they didn't John go Paul under Jones. the swimsuit. <laughs> John Paul Jones. Anyway, um, Christina mentions that Kaylin's only there to take her leftovers. Just thought I'd throw that little shot in there. God, she's mean now. <laughs> That's just little one-liners that really hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that are going to be really hurtful when they when Kaylin sees them. This is a little segment I like to call uh, Y'all Trippin'. Okay. okay. Good segment name. <laughs> this is Taisha and Nicole are talking. <laughs> These girls Tasha are tripping. <laughs> These girls, they're tripping. All right. Now, even though you did convince me a little bit that Clay's maybe a little sleazier than yeah. I thought taking these notes, but Taisha doesn't think Clay did enough to, sh- quote, show off Nicole at the wedding. Keep in mind, they're at a wedding a week after kissing for the first time, essentially. 
Also, we only saw like two minutes of the portion, so we don't know. And it's his first time seeing his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, long-term girlfriend. A lot going on. Taisha goes so so far as to say Clay chose Angela over Nicole last night. Did you agree with that, AP? Some people agree with that. Who could agree with that? I don't know how he chose Angela. What kind of spin zone is that? What did he do? Well, ta- just the hand on the leg was the one thing. Yeah, that might have been that. that, that, was, been the, that was the one thing. <laughs> if she saw that, she wasn't in the room. I mean, mind. chose her over. Uh, there's a difference between still having feelings and choosing her over Nicole. Like, maybe he still has feelings for her, but I don't think he was out. I don't think he chose her. And the the phrase still has feelings implies that maybe he wants to get back with her yeah no he just like cares about her happiness still it hasn't been that long that they know. almost got married we'll it's understood yeah 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 um i just thought you know it's reasonable to expect these adults to like you said acknowledge one another smooth out any disagreements about the ending of their relationship not ignore one each other or one another but Tasha made it seem like clay cheated on nicole yeah by talking to Angela. Tasha was stirring the, the stuff hand up. On the, th- the hand on the thigh thing, though. The hand on the thigh was... <laughs> a I much. don't know if she would have saw that, even, though. I don't no, think that's a no. part of what she's talking about. Tasha's stirring stuff up and gassing up Nicole to go talk to Clay. That's what this she is about. She whipped her into a frenzy. Yeah. She whipped her into a frenzy. Anyway, it worked, so Nicole's uh, upset about that. Quick back on the date. Kaylin says, Dean and I never would have worked. She says, Can you understand why he left then? Yeah. I mean, do you get <laughs> Isn't it that exactly what he said? Kalen says, Dean leaving was actually great because it never would have worked. Okay. This was an ideal situation. And then Rose takes a couple shots at him for his van, too. Couple, couple cheap oh, shots. A couple cheap Man. shots. A lot of cheap shots being thrown out by all, <laughs> cheap lots <shots>. of people. <laughs> Yesterday, she was all about Dean. Yeah. At the wedding. She was crushed that Dean wasn't there at the wedding with her. I mean, you can't roast him for being in a van. You were just with the guy that was living in a van. That's you. Like, you were just with him. Cheap shots. Cheap shots, cheap. Clay pulls Nicole aside. Long story short, Clay apologists. He's honest with her. Says he still cares about her. He still cares about Angela. Nicole, unfortunately, takes this to mean he still has strong feelings for Angela. And Tasha thinks that if Angela comes down those steps, Clay and Nicole would not be together anymore. That seems a bit dramatic. (laughs) We're going to be able to test that theory, AB, because Angela's music hits. She strolls down the steps. Chaos is going to ensue next week. we got another triangle to keep it's up great. with. It's great. And Rem, I just want to point out, the producers on Bachelor in Paradise have really outdone themselves this season. This has been an incredibly entertaining season. They're pushing all the right buttons at the exact right times. I love what they're doing. Well, with my reservations about the Demi and Derek storyline, I agree. I think the first couple episodes were perfectly, impeccably produced. <laughs> <laughs> they are pulling they're pulling the levers at the right yeah, time. Right time. I still have a bad taste in my mouth because of how much appears to have been orchestrated off screen by the people on the show. Inmates running the asylum a little bit. Sure. But producers, while operating the traditional BIP mold, are are doing their best with what they got here. And there's a lot of big names. There's a lot hap- there's a lot of shit that happened this week. Yeah. Agreed. You know, Tajwan and and Haley are already, they came and left. Well, Haley's still Did, there, I think. But 
Haley's still there. Yeah, but the storyline's over. The storyline's over. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the mailbag, AB. The mailbag, can you formulate a question for next week, by the way? Yeah, I already got one. Going th- okay. The mailbag number is 773-234-7794. Last week, we asked LGBTQ plus listeners of the show, you tell us what the what the Demi and Derek and Christina mm-hmm. storyline, uh, how you received that. And also, uh, in a few cases, now that the show has dipped its toe in the water, what do you expect or what do you want Going to forward. see yeah. moving forward? Um, I've been, never been more excited for responses. Can't wait. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who texted in. First up, no particular order. Brianne from Missouri. I'm a bisexual listener of the pod, and I agree with the complaints online that bringing Christian on the show feels very forced, and I don't think they would have done it if Demi was dating a guy back home. I stop agreeing with people when they take issue with this, though. Producers are always doing ridiculous manufactured things to get good ratings, and at least this time it helps the LGBTQ plus community be represented on TV. Thank you, Brienne. We're gonna, it's going to seem like we're flying through here, but. Uh, hey, Raymond A.B. This is the next text. Hey, Raymond A.B. Big old lesbian here. Exclamation point. Demi and Christian were literally incredible. They have handled this perfectly. And if it goes south, I'm going to be so upset. Speaking on behalf of many WLW women loving women, we are sick of seeing ourselves portrayed as sleazy. They let them have a real love connection on national TV, and my girlfriend and I were screaming the entire time as this happened. They were sweet, kind, gentle, and not dramatic about what went down. It was grown up and classy, and I was so relieved to see that. It means so much to even just have all the other contestants support them. It'll make so many people question their beliefs. Perhaps they were negative before about how they might be thinking, but now they might be thinking, hey, if Hannah and co support them, then maybe I should too. What I would love to see going forward is same-sex bachelor-bachelorette seasons and the rules changing for Bachelor in Paradise that girls and boys can have same-sex, can give same-sex members their roses too. Is that too much to ask? This is from Emily, San Francisco Bay Area. Bay Area? That was my E40 wannabe impression. (laughs) Bye Bachelor fan here. I don't like how contrived the Demi Christian Derek narrative seems or the way they play into the quote confused bisexual trope, but that is the danger of one story being the only story. And I appreciate any representation at all at this point. I especially like how Demi's sexuality is not presented as an insult to Derek's masculinity. And I think they managed to show two beautiful blonde women kissing as a glimpse of romantic connection between them without reducing their intimacy to a bow chicka bow wow performance for the viewer. Parenthetical though, not that I was unaffected winky face. Thank you, Emily. This is the next text. I'm a bisexual woman who very recently came out to my family My take on Demi and Christian is that it's amazing to see Demi's experience play out on national TV. I really relate to her confusion in all this and trying to find herself. It can be hard for bisexual people because we are genuinely attracted to the opposite sex, which can make us wonder if coming out is even worth it to avoid conflict with family and friends. Very interesting point. But it is so important because this is part of our identity. That being said, I hate the double standard that's happening. If Derek brought his girlfriend on the show, it would be a huge deal. Just look at how Blake is being treated for hooking up with people before the show when he was single. So yeah, people aren't wrong for thinking that part of it isn't cool. Just my take. AB, it's almost as if 
no group is a monolith in their thinking. Very interesting. Something to think about. (laughs) Morgan, lesbian from Chicago. If the show were to start intentionally casting some LGBTQ contestants in order to have more of these relationships on Paradise, it could be messy because it opens up the possibility of contestants finding relationships with each other instead of the lead. Also, I fear these relationships would be exploited by producers and or would receive hate from the not so open-minded viewers. So as great as it is to have representation with the Demi and Christian relationship, I don't see an LGBTQ narrative coming, continuing with this show. That's a couple interesting points there. One, an overarching, I don't trust the producers of the show to handle it well, which I find myself in that camp too. Yep. And also the, you watch the Tila Tequila show. I feel like that was a big part of it. Even back then, contestants entering relationships with one another and not focusing on the lead anymore which kind of undermines almost the point of that show I agree Rim Leanne from Boston I'm bisexual like Demi my take may be controversial but I found having to sit through her coming out repeatedly to Hannah in her intro to Katie to Tasha, to Derek to Chris Harrison to producers and her in the moments and then to the island as a whole (laughs) Side note, that's a lot of coming out scenes on the show. I didn't realize there were that many. There was literally like nine of them. I found it really boring. I wanted a screen to pop up that said five minutes later and we could skip having to hear the same story over and over again. (laughs) The whole storyline was incredibly drawn out. This could have been a half episode at most. Wow. Your Love Island comparison is apt. They also had a bisexual storyline, but it didn't feel like they were making a big deal out of it. I'm happy for the representation, and I'm glad that Demi isn't the punchline to a bunch of jokes, but it got old for me. Also, Christian has been low energy so far and not particularly compelling on screen. Still, glad Bachelor in Paradise caught up with the times. Thank you, Leanne. I have to agree. Christian is like, she doesn't add a lot. What the fuck am I doing here? (laughs) (laughs) This is from Lee. I love seeing Demi and Christian. Speaking as a queer person, there is so much internalized homophobia you go through, like feeling that kissing someone of the same gender is gross, let alone doing anything else. Seeing it happen as naturally as it would with a hetero couple was amazing. You got to break up my voice, AB, for the listeners here. You got to chime in with stuff. I'm just, I'm just, I'm loving all these responses and I'm trying to, you know. Wrap my hand around, head around everything. A lot of good. Hey, a lot these of good are perspectives. all good. A lot of good perspectives, and I'm I'm really enjoying this. A couple more. Callie from Connecticut. As a lesbian bachelor franchise super fan, I feel very conflicted about the Demi Christian storyline. Mm. One part of me is so excited to actually see myself represented on screen, and Demi's love for her girlfriends feels so genuine, and the support she's gotten from her castmates is so touching. Yet on the other hand, I just wish that this relationship didn't feel like it was introduced solely to make the show seem progressive and aspects of the whole saga feel very staged and manipulated. I just wish things had transpired more organically, like on the later season of Bachelor in Paradise Australia, where there were multiple bisexual female contestants that dated one another without any real producer prodding. That's interesting. So there's been other Bachelor franchises that have uh dipped their toes yeah that's interesting and it could have happened on this one if they didn't insist on joking about it like with jamie jamie's like uh i don't know who who uh who found america first 
some it wasn't Christopher Columbus. Leif Erikson. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie gets no credit. <laughs> Leif Erikson gets no respect. A um, little fifth grade social studies yeah. joke there. This is from Lily. I identify as bisexual slash pansexual. Personally, I was super happy to see Demi and Christian together, even if it stemmed from an unnecessary, maybe even pre-written drama. Mike for Bachelor all day, every day. Derek, this is parenthetical. Mike for Bachelor all day, every day. <laughs> Derek could never hold this show up. I think from here, though, the best way to have representation is to make being gay not su- such a big deal. It just needs to be a part of the show like every other relationship and not completely define their identity. Also love to see a lesbian couple, but it's super important to recognize that while it's that it's two white cis women and there are so many other people in the LGBTQ community who are not represented on any platform Absolutely. like LGBTQ people of color, mm-hmm. trans folks, as well as a non-binary gender fluid community. Where are we? It's a start and that's what matters, but they have a long way to go. Thank you, Lily. This is the last one. I'm a closeted bisexual in a heterosexual marriage and seeing Demi come out on this show and seeing the insane love she had with Christian had me in tears. I finally had someone to relate to. I've been starting to explore the idea of coming out and my husband is super supportive, but there's a real element of fear that Demi did a great job of navigating. It gave me hope for myself and for the future of the franchise. Would love to see more LGBT representation in the show though it would be great if it seemed less orchestrated by producers. Thank you all for writing in. AP, any reaction to that? No, just thank you for uh, giving the different perspectives. It's one thing for us to talk about it who really don't, no, it's you know, two it's guys. just two, two guys talking about something yeah. we probably have no business talking about. So it's good to get <laughs> well, other people's perspective on here. There, there are times, you know, the uh, Rim and AB talking about this show, especially when it started, was... A f- was a bit in itself to have us talking about this show seriously. Occasionally, the show wades into territory where us talking seriously about the show doesn't work as well. <laughs> I think this is one of those yeah. scenarios, so it's good to have that um, other people chime in. We appreciate it. AB, do you have another mailbag question for next week? Yeah, it's a, it's not as heavy of a mailbag question as, <laughs> as that one, but I want to know... Coming off the wedding, we saw lots of the couples and the people in Bachelor Nation. I want to know who your favorite couple is currently. I like that. In Bachelor Nation. It could be married, could be just together. Who is it? A lot of a lot of marriages and engagements have just happened. Rachel just got married. Yeah, uh, Adam and Raven got engaged. There's a lot of people out there. You got Joe and Kendall on the horizon. Uh, Jordan Rogers and what's her name just got reengaged. JoJo. Yeah, JoJo. Yeah, JoJo and Jordan Rogers just got reengaged. I don't know if you saw that. I did see that. Yeah, it's strange how the couple. As viewers, you go, oh, I hate that couple. Those are the ones that make it. Yeah, all the ones we didn't <laughs> like, franchise. those ones are making yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. The mailbag text number is 773-234-7794. Um, AB, is, next week... Go ahead. Is Becca still with Garrett? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was he there? She was at the wedding. I didn't see I him, didn't but see she, him. she did a little uh, thing on screen for a former bachelorette minimal yeah. involvement in the wedding. If, maybe I'm maybe this isn't right, but I feel like she's one of the least popular now. Like if JoJo or Rachel showed up there, I feel like it'd be a much bigger deal. And Hannah. Yeah. 
I agree. And I don't know why that is. I don't, but know, I I don't know why either. Maybe it's because she picked of who she picked. I think picked. her choice put people off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just didn't seem like a big deal that a bachelorette was there. And that's usually a pretty big deal. Like when Hannah showed up to the beach, it yeah. was, whoa. <laughs> the shit was Shut glowing, the wedding yeah. down if Hannah's there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have a headline of the week? Oh, the AB's eyes. AB. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't listen, do your No, like, oh. I did my, I did. Listen, I looked, I couldn't find anything. I'm sorry. I couldn't find anything. That's bullshit. That's I such legit a bullshit. couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I got the headlines up right here. There's nothing. I'm not going to half-ass it, Rim. Uh, most of the things, I'd say 50% of the articles written about Bachelor in Paradise, like I told you, there's less articles written. I, there's the some of the funny uh you know, satire places aren't putting out articles about Bachelor in Paradise. So there's a lot less to work with. It's mostly just spoilers, like 50% spoilers. I'm, I'm navigating through when I'm looking through these headlines. There's just not, there's nothing there. All right. I let you go on for a little bit there. After we finished recording last week, this headline popped and a lot of people sent it to us from people B.I.P. star Christian Estrada's ex accused him of sleeping with her mom, a Mexican rock star. Now, that's a headline, A.B. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Just found it. Just popped up minutes ago, Rim. Okay? Yeah, right. Cassie Randolph defends Colton Underwood's kissing skills after Bachelor in Paradise diss. I saw her tweet about that. And From good Yahoo for her. Entertainment. Unbelievable. Okay, before we wrap up here, uh, listeners with smart speakers. Hmm? Like Amazon Echo or Google Home. Do you have one of those? No. You you have t- you have too many kids. It would be chaos. She would yeah. be screaming at Alexa all day. <laughs> you can't have it. No. Um, try to do us a favor. Try to use a voice command and play this show and tell us how it works or what works or if it doesn't work. We'd like to know the best way people can search so then we could say on the show, this is how you do it. Because I don't have one. Won't find me talking to google all day people listening to me no sir <laughs> but if you have one <laughs> if you have one well, you're, you're know, a big what's what that works. movie with uh where the guy falls in r- love with the siri type of person her starring joaquin phoenix you're a big her guy so i think that's a masterpiece but <laughs> that's a different situation that's not regular people creeping on uh, smart speaker people <laughs> let us know how that goes <laughs> It's a great movie. Joaquin Phoenix, the new uh, Joker trailer, just came out this morning. Speaking of Dark Knight, which is a different Speaking movie. Of Dark Knight. <laughs> okay, um, we're on social media, of course. You know us, the TikTok boys. At <laughs> Rosecast Podcast, brothers, always wait until I put try to do like a TikTok meme. I try to do one specifically. It'll be it'll be something to behold when we try that. Instagram at Rosecast Podcast, also Facebook and Twitter. Um, also, tell us if you don't mind, Texas, tell us what app you listen to. I feel like Spotify is coming in hot right now, overtaking everybody. But if you listen on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else, we wouldn't mind if you less, uh, left us a nice review. We appreciate those. Maybe do one after an episode that doesn't take almost two hours for you to listen to when you're in a better mood. Um, but <laughs> thanks, as always. AB, you got anything else? Wrap it up. No, thank you for listening. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. That's a more that's a happier way.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.